Hello, horror fanatics. I'm Frank. And I'm Jen. And we welcome you to our weekly podcast. <laughs> oh, the horror. Thank you for joining us as we dive deep into all things horror, supernatural, scary, and downright creepy. If you like what you hear, rate, review, and subscribe to add us to your regular rotation of podcasts. You can also submit any ideas, comments, suggestions, feature recommendations, whatever, anything to our email address at OTH at SeriouslyDecent.com. And you can also visit our website at OtheHorrorPodcast.com. Catch sure our can. catch our back catalog. Mm-hmm. Catch the new episodes. Yep. Check out Dean, our creative director. Yes. Who yes. is taking a nappy nap on the floor right here? It's hard directing. It, it is. takes a lot out of a director, especially if you're a creative director. Yeah, that creativity it comes at a cost. Directing at its own, not so much, but right. a creative director yeah. Yeah. pours his heart and soul into everything. He does. Yeah. He goes full throttle. Yeah, we'll see how this goes, because two doors down, it looks like they're having a birthday party. Yep, And yep. Dean might be actively involved. He may. He might sing the song of his people. Yes. To people making noises. Yes. If yes. so, then Dean will be fully featured into the podcast. Prominently featured. Yeah. Yes. So we're going uh, back to Forest. I mean, sure, why not? User uh, or listener uh, requested episode. It was a yeah. listener. Uh, li- listener. Listen yeah. to me. Listener. Shout out to Daniel. Yeah. Our longtime buddy we haven't seen in so long. It's it's tragic. We actually. miss you, Daniel. It's been way too long. We miss you, Daniel. You're in our thoughts often. Yeah. Like. We hope you're doing well. We've got a we've got a special room. Mm-hmm. It's got it's got a picture of. Legolas in it. Yeah. You know, I can always put some of my Dean Yeah, you two Winchester. are you two are big Dean Winchester fans. Well, I mean, well, he's Jensen Ackles. Gorgeous. Yeah. Yeah. He is a good-looking man. I get it. I get it. How do you How do you not? I get it. Yeah. So I'd like to think I'd be comfortable around him, but I don't know. Uh-uh. You know? Uh-uh. I look at it I'd be one of two ways. Because I've been around some really, really handsome people, and I'm mm-hmm. okay with it. Mm-hmm. I can handle it. But when I walk away, or even when I'm looking, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get the appeal. Yeah. I get where people, yeah. you know, would make a fool out of themselves mm-hmm. in front of you. I know I would. Words would be really hard. You would be a train wreck. I would. You really would I if would. you met him. And yeah. that's why, like, there's just this you know part in my heart. You never get a second chance to make a first impression. Yeah, you'd blow that first oh, impression so bad. right out. Yeah. So bad. Yeah. Uh, I'd love know. to be just in the background. What? Not even background. Standing next to you. I'd love to just see yeah. that. And just he would probably try to be nice. Yeah. And listen to you. And I'd just laugh my and ass off. I would off. lose my shit yeah. up in here. Yeah. Up in here. Yeah. Yeah. It would, uh, it would be. Yeah. So, so Daniel bad. Daniel requested. Yes. The Hoyo, Hoyabachu Forest. Bless you. Thank you. You're welcome. And um, that lies west of the city of Cluj-Napoca. Napoca in Transylvania region of Romania. Yeah. Yep, yep, it's yep. It's a, yep. Uh, so I'll give my sources. Okay. We'll start with that. Yeah. Who you got? 
I have, uh, it was a website, mysteriousuniverse.org. Okay. And it was this uh, gentleman by the name of Brent Swanser. It was called The Cursed Forest of Transylvania. And then the other source that I had, the Hoyobachu Forest uh, actual website mm-hmm. that they have, and some YouTube videos. Okay. I saw the videos. Mm-hmm. Um, we watched I have, them together. We did. Fun fact. Yeah. I have two sources, atlasobscura.com, Hoyabachu Forest, mm-hmm. and tourinromania.com, reasons to visit Romania, slash stories from the Hoyabachu Forest. Nice. Yeah, what's, what's uh, interesting with this forest, kind of like some others, is uh, it's not really remote. It's very, it's a fairly well visited and popular with, uh, you know, outdoor enthusiasts. Correct. People go well, hiking. Well, I mean, and whatnot. they've got bike trails, hiking trails. Oh, yeah. They've they've pretty much made it tourism friendly. Yep. It's also popular among researchers from uh, all areas uh, due to the unusual high amount of strange phenomena. And it's not really a specific thing here. No, it's, you know, like it's the Japanese, lots of things. the Japanese forest we did. Uh, for those uh, who didn't get to hear that, Ayugigahara. Yeah, the suicide forest. Yes, that was uh, episode fifteen. Or Ogigahara, which you can catch on our back catalog, ohthehorrorpodcast.com. Correct. However, yeah, this is uh, that was mostly a suicide forest. It was. Where people would go and kill themselves. And while there are um, suicides in this forest as well, it's more people go missing. Yep. Missing, Um, UFO activity, mysterious uh, disappearances. Yep, yep, yep. Spectral entities, apparitions, ghosts, disembodied voices. Yes. Unexplained physical effects on visitors. Yes. Magnetic anomalies, among many others. Yeah. Yeah. One of of the YouTube videos also (laughs) mentioned rare animals that shouldn't, like they're not native to that area being there. Mm -hmm. Like a bird that was on the verge of extinction and like, uh, was it a a jaguar or a leopard? Jaguar. Jaguar. (laughs) And they shouldn't be there either. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's it's just weird. They basically chalked it up. Uh, the nickname of the Bermuda Triangle of Transylvania. Yes. It's basically where a bunch of weird shit goes down. They've also called it the world's most haunted forest. Or it makes a list. Yes. World's most haunted forest. Yep. No, it has that title all around. Yeah. And basically it originated the Bachi name, uh, part of Bachu, but the Bachi end of it. Is a Romanian name for sheep herder. Yes. And they've kind of generally linked the name of the forest to sheep taker. Yes. Or sheep holder. Or sheep holder. Yes. And it's based off the story that a sheep herder guided a flock of sheep into the forest. 200 of them. 200 sheep and never returned. They had a search party. Yeah. No trace was found of the man, the sheep. Nothing. Yeah, just, not a single sheep was ever recovered. Gone. Disappeared. Yep. Gone. And the people of the area also believe that the forest is a lair of the ghosts of peasants who have yes. been violently murdered. 
and it is said that if one enters there um, with their own like murderous thoughts, the forest will show that person for what they really are yes. uh, before exacting punishment. Yes. This uh, ominous reputation as a being haunted in a cursed place has long kept the people of the region from going anywhere near the forest. And for a long time, it was considered taboo or bad luck even to just speak of it and bring really? it up in conversation. Huh. And it's uh, it's one of these ones where you just wonder how a lot of these legends and folklore lore take hold. A lot of this doesn't have a whole lot of evidence. It's a lot of stories. Yeah. It's a lot of people talking yeah. back and forth. But I mean, again, that's kind of how the werewolf stories, the vampire yeah. stories, again, you know. Mm-hmm. Now there is some starts with a little kernel of truth, yeah, and then it grows from there. I think what makes this interesting though is there's a lot of solid stories that people just kind of agree with, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like the shepherd and his two hundred sheep. It's a small forest; it's only about a square mile in actual area. And what's really strange is in the middle there's a circle. Yeah. Where nothing... Where nothing but grass grows. grows. It's, it's an almost perfect circle. Almost. It's a little they bit of an oval. They call it the oval. meadow. Yeah, they call it the meadow. A lot of people go camping in there. Right. It's in the center of the forest, and the only thing that grows there is grass. Yes. And surrounded by it is trees. And what's funny is they've taken soil samples, Yeah. and they're like, I don't know, man. And that's I don't th- know why just grass grows. The soil there. samples the same yeah. from the the yep. wooded forest mm-hmm. to the to the meadow, which that's a weird. But what you can't measure in a soil sample is it's like spirit. It's no, heart. no. I was gonna go. I was gonna go completely scientific on yeah. this one yeah. and get into like nerd out, girl. Go for polarity it. or electromagnet. Mm-hmm. The electromagnetivity and if they're even remote i mean we know how picky certain plants and and uh yeah flora are sure we just killed a bonsai tree in 30 days it was more than that yeah but i mean of course what would have helped is if the person that sold it to us was like hey probably don't take this outside hey this is an indoor tree we had to learn that but i mean it's a tree I get why we would think it goes outside. Well, no, she said it could, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding her to it. All right. So, I mean. Yeah, it, no, it it's, would... a, it's, it's, a pretty, it's a pretty weird area. It's another place that is also prone to having electro, electronic equipment malfunction. Right. Like, it's common for batteries to drain. Mm-hmm. Compasses go weird. Yep. Right, when you enter Which the again, forest. We get into that electromagnetivity, the the. I'm a heavy polarity. believer of it. Yeah. You know, they say that uh, it's not uncommon for people to experience a heavy sense of anxiety, excessive thirst. Yes. The th- uh, the sense, the sense of being watched by unforeseen eyes. Uh, yes. Have fear, sudden, uh, potent panic attacks. Yes. And really no discernible reason either. Just There's also. People will come out with burns and scratches mm-hmm. for unexplicable reasons. Like, mm-hmm. I I think I would remember being burned or scratched. The scratch thing, I can, can pass. Yeah, because I, I when because, I go hiking, I yeah. come back with stuff, and I'm like, how the hell did that happen? Yeah. And it'd be like a like a like a thorn 
bit on like my right. forearm yeah. where it's like about six inches long or whatever. And I just didn't think of it. And a lot right. of it is, is cause you're navigating, especially through rough terrain. Yeah, you know, you're for focusing people, on the terrain. You're for not people that don't hike, on... you know, if you're in rough terrain, you're so focused on where your next step's going to go. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. if you're out in the woods, you don't want to fold an ankle and create that set of circumstances. Right. So some are, many are normally careful of where they're walking. Right. And you can get so focused that you just don't think about things. Mm. You know, you block things yeah. out. And that's where, that's where the woods is a little weird because visitors report... Extreme migraine headaches, mm-hmm. disorientation, uh, nauseousness, dizziness, the having sense of a loss uh, of time mm-hmm. is done. Yeah. Sharp pains in various points of the body. The forest is a weird place because the forest is up to your mind on how to take it. Yeah. You can really lose your shit in the forest really quick for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. There's times where I've watched... Uh, Somebody, I'd be hiking, and all of a sudden, I'd see him panicking. Mm-hmm. You know, just looking around, turning, and I'd walk up and be like, "What's wrong?" And they're like, "I, I just, I think I'm lost. Like, I just right. temporarily spun around." And you could just see it—the elevated, just yep. the tension, the yep. you know, the panicking. Yeah. And and then you reassure them, like, "No, this. You go this way to get to there. Yep. You go over this way. That's where you started. Blah blah blah." Right. And then you hear the, and then instantly. Oh, yeah, the sigh it's of relief. It's the sigh of relief, you know, and it's back to enjoying the peacefulness of nature and the sounds and, and all that. It's the of wonder of nature. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but I definitely am into the whole magnetism idea of, you know, I think some places have a, whether it's magnetism or whatever, but there's an energy yes, in a definitely. certain area. And it seems to deal with magnetism. Mm-hmm. That's a measurable thing that mm-hmm. they can do with it. There's people here that described having powerful memories of their past and it would just come slamming into their mind. And then the memories would fade leaving the forest. Right. And again, I think that's a a tough thing to talk about as well because you go into the forest, it's empty. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's an empty mm-hmm. space. It's quiet. I mean, it has its own noises and stuff, right. but but it's not like in a downtown area where it's just hustle, bustle, busy, busy. Right. You know, it's kind of that if you go in with an empty cup type of attitude, you can get a lot of inspiration mm-hmm. outdoors. Mm-hmm. I think that leaves something to be said there. There's occasions people reportedly experience astral projection. And that's a different deal in its own Wiccans right. work really hard for that. Yeah. Well, apparently you just go there and, you know, you get a BOGO deal. <laughs> right. <laughs> get one astral projection, get another one free. So, (laughs) but yeah, it's a lot of, uh, just like the consciousness floating around as they look, just a lot of out of body type accounts and physical sensations. Some have even gone so much as to say sudden gusts of cold tingling, tickling, which that again could be your own mind kind of playing around. Yeah. The electric shocks was one I I read that people have reported that they felt like this electrical stimulation in the form of basically a shock. Hmm. it's some weird stuff. People who've entered the forest and they get these physical injuries like you were talking about. It's nosebleeds and bruises, rashes, scratch, scratches, welts. And as you mentioned before, burns. That I they, guarantee they if realize. I went in there, I'd probably come out with all of that. Yeah. I would come out with the bloody nose, burns, scratches. Well, here's the thing. A stiff window bruise you. 
Yes. Which, as a male in, involved in your life on a uh, partner <laughs> perspective, is terrible. Worst. She going move get like a doctor ever. check and they, you know. I are remember. You, are my, you okay? Blink my, twice if you want. My go. brother pressing. He did two dots and then a circle, mm-hmm. and I had a bruise of like a smiley, smiley face, face on my arm. Yeah. And I'm like, really? But yeah. I mean, at least it was a smiley face. <laughs> True. You know, it wasn't like a horns or anything like that. No, no, no horns. Yeah, people get the the feeling of being watched, which again, common in a forest. Yeah. But there are some weird stuff. They got gnarled trees there that are a little odd, which we were watching the yeah, video. Yeah. So they showed the like L-shaped on the, trunk on the Google of picture. Trees. Right. And that those trees don't grow in that forest. They actually grow in Poland, Poland. about 15 hours away from this yeah. forest. And it's funny that, like, the Google images and I even, like, the Bachu Forest website, like, website they show those trees. And it's like, what's the point and on purpose? And they're not even found and there. And they're not yeah. even there. However, what they do have is from, like, the same root clump seven trunks yeah. of a tree all branch out from that one it's pretty strange set of roots and it is odd and and it's not like the trees grow straight they no kind of they're gnarled trees they and... kind of remind me of the crooked man you know there was oh, yeah, a crooked yeah, man yeah that's the kind of branch he would make his cane out of you know mm-hmm. crooked man crooked cane some of them grow and they actually tilt back over to the ground yeah which is a weird yeah and deal so and not just one tree can't but find a reason for that either yeah it's it's pretty weird uh travels will often <clears throat> you know they'll talk about hearing voices or laughter yes some hear sirens like an ambulance yeah which you know when you're walking in a forest you're a hundred percent thinking there should totally be an ambulance here. Yeah, yeah. Not out of place at all. Yeah, they uh, definitely like unidentified voices and yeah, the and, disembodied and like voices, that. the like shadows with glowing green eyes yeah. is common. They say they often see orbs that'll blink into and out of existence without any yes. kind of warning or precursor. A lot of anomalies in photos, like when they're taking a picture, they won't see anything there, but when A lot of that. But when they go back and look at the picture, they're like all this weird stuff. What the hell, man? Mm-hmm. That wasn't there. Yeah, no, definitely. It was a little unnerving. I'm going to be honest, like watching mm-hmm. and seeing the pictures in the, the YouTube videos, you're like, huh. Yeah, the U- YouTube had a few good videos there. They uh, did. They did. And where they showed actual photos taken in the forest. Mm-hmm. And you're like, hmm. They, Interesting. They talk about poltergeist activity there. Yep. Uh, basically... Also, check out the Poltergeist episode. I think that was oh, like yeah. six. Poltergeist episode was way back in the it day. Was. It was. That's an OG episode. <laughs> it was episode six. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice work there. I can recall some things. <laughs> <laughs> Not totally useless, guys. They, uh, yeah, people would talk about belongings such as like cameras or bags and they'd be like violently flung into like the underbrush. By, like, these unseen forces. Hmm. 
Now, mind you, as we said before, there isn't a whole lot of proof on this. It's stories. Right. A lot of these are stories. People were talking of being aggressively pushed around or thrown to the ground. Yes. And aside from the ghosts, which are always contestable, Mm -hmm. things like that, Mm -hmm. what the place is really well, it's also well known for a very high number of unexplained disappearances. Yeah. And basically, it's said that over a thousand people have vanished without a trace. Yes. Within the forest over the years to never be seen again. Right. And, and this are... is, again, a small area that's near a very busy area. Like you, yeah. you can see the forest and in the background, you there's see, the city. You can see the city. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not like it's thousands of square miles mm-hmm. of just forest. Yeah. And the craziest case that I heard, and your jaw dropped when you heard it. Yeah. When, you know, when you heard it first. Because to be clear, I hadn't edited and, and read my yeah. notes yet. I had them. No, but but what's crazy is, is there was a disappearance of a five-year-old girl, and I don't have the date of when or any of no. that. But she subsequently, like, she disappeared and appeared five years later, aimlessly wandering the forest. Correct. And to the girl, no time had passed. She was wearing the same the outfit. The same exact yes. clothes as yeah. she was wearing five years previously. Yeah. And to make it even stranger, the clothes were found in remarkably good condition. Mm-hmm. Far from the wear one would expect from five years of wandering in the woods or just Five years, they shouldn't fit her anymore. Upon questioning the girl and what had happened to her, it soon became apparent that she had absolutely no memory of where she had been or what had happened to her. So I think after this story, it would be a good idea to get into one of the other phenomena that happens there. Five other people vanished into the forest also turned up later. She's not the only one. Yeah. Uh, that was the most strongest case yeah. of the time. And also, in those cases, the uh, the five, they were found dead. Yes. So they were basically saying probably suicide. Yes. And yes. then, yes, I agree. This turns into the next strong theory with actual evidence. There are... Lots of stories of alien sightings mm-hmm. in the, uh, and not just well, alien UFOs. and UFO yeah. in the Hoya Bachu forest. It became famous in 1968 when military technician Emile Barnier was out in the forest with his girlfriend and another couple. It was a sunny August afternoon and his girlfriend told him that she saw something weird in the sky and they were, they were camping in that meadow. Yeah. So he walked over to where she was standing, and he saw it too, a shining silver disc in the sky. And he had his camera with him, and before the object bolted away, he captured four photos. Pretty and they cool showed photos. two of those photos. Yeah, we'll post them on the Facebook group. Yeah, and the four of them only saw the UFO for about two minutes, but he developed his film, and the pictures reflected what they had seen in the sky. So his photos were published in local papers, and many people, of course, were very skeptical. Some said it was probably a couple weather balloons shot in odd circumstances or odd lighting. Investigators looked into weather balloons, blimps, 
or anything else that might have been in the sky in that area on that day, but nothing could be found to explain the photos. The photo negatives were also examined to see if Barnier had altered the images, but there was no evidence of tampering that could be found. And one of the YouTube videos, they were saying at one point, the military asked for all of the photos and negatives yeah. stating that they were going to return them and never returned them. They, they've since disappeared. Yeah. And that's where I think this is where the story of this forest starts to become strange. Yeah. There's all the other stuff we could easily write off and be like, you know what? Somebody might have never really been in the woods much and this right. shit happened. Yep. Yeah. Or somebody was just concentrating where they were walking and they right. got yep. this wound. Yep. Or, you know, someone just felt a little lost. Yeah. Panicked. Got all these. Yeah. And maybe heard some things. You yeah. Know. Sound travels as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you could come up with all these things. Right. But the photos of that. Yeah. You can't really explain that away. It's, yeah. It's. And like I said, we we'll share those photos, and they're pretty compelling photos. Uh, you can't are. really say it's a water drop. You, you know can't what say they it's remind a light me flare. Of is you know those round, semi-flat, colored glass stones mm-hmm. that they would put in like vases yeah. and whatnot? It looks like one of those. Like, it has a real metallic look. Metallic, to it, yeah, 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 and it, it's. It's but here's weird. Here's the thing, and this is what gets me with UFOs. Mm-hmm. And I go back and forth on this topic with UFOs. Mm-hmm. This is where I swing back and forth. Mm-hmm. Now the UFOs thing, honestly, they're real. Yeah. The UFOs. Yes. We'll not get into the aliens part of it. No. But the unidentified they, they flying unidentified objects. There's stuff flying, flying through the objects. sky that Correct. either a specific country's not privy right. to yes. or yes. or something. Yes. Now, I find it interesting because, like, in the 60s, there was a lot of this stuff being sighted. A ton of it. Yeah. And I think, and the way you talk about it, you hear about it, too, it's these, like, discs. Yep. Or, like, those metallic-looking things. It looked like the photo. It's almost like a tin can, like, craft, you know. I'm not round and like a tin can, but I'm just saying metallic. Like Yeah, it, it was definitely it metallic. metallic. Like yeah. I said... And that's where I think the UFOs are mostly from here. I think a lot of them are from here. A ton of them. So do you want to know what the latest brouhaha is? What's that? With um, Roswell and the Roswell crash? What's that? Was that it was 100% of this earth, Mm -hmm. that it was a, a military type i don't want to say plane because it was a military craft, craft. that was a hundred percent like super top secret and they played it off as aliens because they didn't want russia or any of the other countries to know that they were working on these advanced crafts i don't think that's hard to digest i really yeah. don't yeah here's where i look at it so all these photos in the 60s, they're these metal-type crafts. Yes. And and then all of a sudden they stop. Mm-hmm. I think what they've figured out, because I read this stuff in, like, science journals and stuff, mm-hmm. they figured out how to do, like, that optic camouflage stuff. Well, Basically, the stealth like, bomber. 
Well, the stealth bomber is anti-radar. Right. I'm but saying again, optic camouflage is where they actually will have a camera on one side mm-hmm. and it'll project the image of that in front. Got it. Yep. And then you just do yep. that in all directions. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. basically what you're looking at is an image behind that, a camera or some sort of material right. reflective. It's projecting what it wants you to see as on opposed out- to what it is. On the on the outside. Yeah. So it looks like there's nothing there. Yep. And if it's standing still, it's pretty freaking compelling. Mm-hmm. Like I've seen examples of yeah. it. And with it standing still, now moving, it would be like that kind of predator telltale yeah. shimmer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I couldn't resist. But. I wouldn't be at all surprised if there's a bunch of shit flying around that just nobody knows about. Because right. you think yeah. about it, aircraft now that you can't see on radar. Right. Yeah. So the next step is is to have it so you can't see well, it. Well, do you remember when they came out with the stealth bomber yeah. about all the news that I came saw it out at an air show and they were talking about how some of the quote unquote UFO sightings. Yeah. Had actually been. That was other countries. That stealth bomber. Oh, yeah. yeah. I remember I remember when that came out and it was released. I was down in Florida. My dad lived in Florida at the time mm-hmm. in um, uh, Cocoa Beach. Mm-hmm. And we went to an air show down there. Mm-hmm. And they had the stealth fighter right. actually on the ground. Yep. And they had a circle of, uh, it was military personnel. Mm-hmm. And they were armed, like heavily armed. Oh, yeah, yeah. And there was a, they had a catwalk that went from the ground and you could walk over the plane, view the cockpit. Yep. And then down. And that's the only spot you could get near that. They were all mm-hmm. standing around it. And there were signs everywhere that said, if you run towards the ship, we will shoot you. It's yeah. like a family air show. Yeah. And like all yeah. of a sudden it has a serious tone. So we walked over, checked it out. It was crazy because it just, it, nothing about it was round. Like planes were supposed to be round then and this was all angles. Yes. And the angles were the reason for the radar and the material. But in the show, they had a stealth bomber fly and that mm-hmm. was just this giant wing. Yep. Unlike anything at that time, the most like amazing aircraft at that time was the yeah. SR-71, which mm-hmm. was built in the 70s, by the way. Yeah. Which would fly by the edge of space. And mm-hmm. that thing looks futuristic. Right. But it does look like of that era mm-hmm. in the 70s where things were round and pointy and, you know, like right. they had that look. But I remember that stealth bomber coming and it was flying right at us and you couldn't hear anything. Right. You couldn't hear anything when it was coming at you. I mean, it was weird. Yeah. Really weird. And then it flew over you. Mm-hmm. and you still couldn't hear anything. And then finally, when it flew past you, it was just gone. Yeah. And I remember my dad saying, like, this changes everything. Yes. Like, especially in a theater of battle, because now, like, you just don't see it coming. Right, yeah. You know, you don't see it coming at all. It's just, by the time that they thing... have the element of surprise. Yeah, by the time that <laughs> thing is past you, you're already gone. Yeah. You know, yep. it's just, you're never going to know this thing encountered you. And... I look at that from a military perspective. Yes. And I don't see the far leap. You know, everybody wants to go the whole alien thing. Now, there's things that they have where they have the weird flight and it goes up and down and like the crazy moves and real just sharp G turns that humans can't stand and all that. But the fact is, it's like we got kids now. Anyone can go and buy a drone and fly a drone with your freaking cell phone. Mm Mm-hmm. 
and take pictures, aerial pictures of your your home or your neighborhood or the you know your in area. The, yeah, in the backyard. So if you have that ability for two hundred bucks, yeah, I think they can do whatever the hell they want, mm-hmm. flying whatever they want. You know, I, I I think those things don't have anyone in it. Yeah, could be. And you look at the path of it. Mm-hmm. The seventies, the sixties, and seventies. It was all these kind of metal, disc shaped, tin can craft right deals. Yeah. And now you don't see any of them. The only thing you'll see is maybe lights. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And lights can go from being Chinese lanterns most of the time. Right. Yes. But there are lights. That- well, let's be honest. There are actual abduction. Well, accounts. yeah. And that's, so, that's, I mean- uh, and we're going to get into those in future, future episodes, but I'm not, I'm not denying it completely with the alien craft, but I think a large chunk of the shit in the sky yeah, is yeah. countries advancing. And, yes. And who's to say that the states have any idea what China's doing or oh, you know, no, any no. of these places? So no. when people, like, you hear the military saying, yeah, no, we're behind this craft and it's doing whatever. We've never seen it before. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean it came from another galaxy. Yeah, exactly. But the disappearances, this is where this forest really Zeta gets me, reticula. though. <laughs> <laughs> This that's where this force really gets me though, because you have the the disappearances. Yes. The energy of the place. I think places have an energy, and then that's what yes. invites what everybody wants to talk about. It's like the portals. Yeah. And They're saying that especially that meadow is that's a huge draw for the paranormal researchers. Oh yeah, the the uf the ufologists, the Wiccans. The Wiccans really use popular it with Wiccans because they see they it as a feel that energy strengthens their spells. Place of power. Yeah. 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 No, I it, mean it's there's definitely they everyone there says there's definitely an energy there that is beyond normal. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, it should also be noted that this particular forest, there was um, archaeologists that were uncovering, like, systematically doing their their grid, and Mm -hmm. they found a settlement from 6500 B.C., which is the oldest settlement in all of Romania. So, I mean, this place has had, you know, like a, a, a... a civilization at one time was thriving or yeah. at least yeah. surviving. And that's a long time for impressions and energy and, mm-hmm. and just stuff. It's all possible. You can't really write it off. You can't write off much of that, whether it's just something in the ground, you know, regardless of what happens. It's not and, measurable because it hasn't on. been measured. Yeah. Well, and then here's like the thing, soil though. sample wise, yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. I'm going to say it for what it is. You've got somebody that took photos there of UFOs. Yeah. And then the government comes and takes all the photos. Yeah. So what if people do test here and they just are told to shut their damn mouth? Yeah. That's I mean, possible. Yeah. The way I've looked in the last couple of years, anything's fucking possible. I think we're at a point in our lives now where we can really honestly say anything is possible. Yes. Not saying it's true. Right. But I think you really got to open your mind and you really got to open your, your just your whole attitude to the, 
the concept of anything is possible. Yes. Regarding anything. Yes. Period. Can you create new humans? Possible. Yeah. Can you maybe bring a dinosaur fossil back to life and create a new dinosaur? They're freaking trying. No, that's what I'm saying. Possible. It's like, how many Jurassic Park movies do we have? Telling them that this is a really bad idea. And here they are doing it. Advanced robots. Yeah. Not only possible, they're doing it. Yeah. They're, and it's like, dude, how many movies, do you, <laughs> how many books? No, they don't care. Apparently not. No, because I. Just I, because you can do something babe, doesn't I, necessarily mean you should. Babe, I've worked with people like this. I know. I worked, I used to work at GE uh, Research and De- Development Center for the whole entire world. Right. The R&D yeah. centers yeah. in Niski Una, New York. Mm-hmm. And I worked there as a, that was in the beginning of my IT career. And mm-hmm. I was doing tech support there. I worked with an awesome team of people there. On was the team, it like, but, hey, this is Frank and tech support. Have you tried turning it off and turning it back oh, on? Oh, shit. Yeah. Even the smartest <laughs> beings in the world need to be told that. But it helped me learn because I was there young. I say mm-hmm. young. I wasn't too young, but. But I was young in Younger. my... Younger. Well, yeah, but I, no, I was just young in my ways. hmm And understanding people and things. And right. It was a really great experience to work there. And I didn't work there for much money at all. I was just getting experience. Right. And I didn't even work for a GE. I wasn't even a GE employee. I was just a contractor. Right. But as tech support, I had literally unfettered access to the whole entire building. Mm-hmm. I would do tech checks for the VPs yep. around the world and make yep. sure their translator microphones worked mm-hmm. and all that stuff and got to talk to just some amazing, brilliant people. But people in there, that's all they do is they go in their little bubble and they create stuff. Yeah, their thing. And and the pressure, especially on like a GE level, like if you hop over the bar, the bar gets raised. Yeah. You hop over the bar, the bar gets raised. Yeah. You got people there that leave Mm-hmm. And they want to work there forever because at that time they had a good pension system and that eroded away. Right. But everybody would come in green and they were all ambitious because they're working on these great things yeah. and all that stuff. And then five we're years. We're going to change the world. And and two to three years later they leave because they're losing hair and they're burned out and stressed out because that's all they did was they take your life. Basically. Well, yeah. They take your life there. Mm-hmm. And you work all the time on stuff. And I remember... Like I walked in and this is, so apply robotics, anything that we were just talking about that's crazy, mm-hmm. like cloning something or whatever. Yeah. It would be this conversation right here. I walked into a, a specific research department, mm-hmm. walked in, it was these three guys working, super nice. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was chit-chatting with them, fixing up a um, like a software glitch they had or something like that. And I was like, oh, what are you guys working on? And they're like, well, we're working on this... Um, this disc, it's like a compact disc, mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a DVD disc, but instead of just having the data on one layer, they were able to figure out how to do data on multiple layers. Right. I was like, oh. I'm like, so what would that do? And they're like, well, it increases storage capacity. Mm-hmm. I was like, so what else would it be for? And they're like, I don't know. Yeah. They just don't go that far with it. Right. They're just like, well, we just did this. Yeah. Here's this thing yeah. that we have now. So a year later, <laughs> mm-hmm. hysterically, I'm sitting there hanging out at my house watching TV, and I see an advertisement 
for Blu-ray discs and mm-hmm. how Blu-rays are going to change everything from right. the DVD and you'll have all this commentary yeah. and all this other stuff. And I'm looking, I'm like, motherfucker, I was in that room. They filled those layers. I was in that room. That's a, you know, and that's what they used it for. Yeah. And it's the same thing. And everybody's got to kind of get down on that level of, you know, this whole grand conspiracy. I'm Don't get me wrong. There's people in different positions that are trying to squeeze things and make things like there's a reason a group of people want robots and smart robots. Yeah. There's a, there's a real legitimate reason for that. And you watch some of the stuff that they're making and what these robots can do. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I mean, they're walking like normal humans. Now yeah. they jump these incredible distances. They handle these complex things. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. And like I said, I, I was talking to somebody and I remember I was talking, I said, yeah, I said, that's just like cloning somebody. And they're like, you think they're doing that? And I just dropped my jaw. Like, you really think they might be doing that? Of course they're fucking doing it. They cloned a sheep for crying out loud. You think they stopped there? They cloned a sheep 20 years ago. Yeah. You think that was it? You think that was it? We could do that. You think the whole room was just like, ah, this isn't morally right. You know, no. Bullshit. No. They doesn't factor in at all. The bar just keeps moving. Yeah. And, and they just, well, let's try this. And and you'll talk to every scientist, and this is where I just have a strong dislike for science in this regard, where they just don't care about the aftermath. No. They just want to create the thing. Yeah. They want to have their name next to the thing, the yes. notoriety, yes. the all of that stuff. Yes. And I don't, go ahead, contact me and say I'm wrong, because I've worked around these scientists yeah. for years. Mm-hmm. Years I worked around them. Mm-hmm. And and they all had that in common. You always talk to them. This is my work. Yes. This is my stuff. Yes. This is my, it's me, 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 yeah. me. Yeah. And if it's a team of them, it's ours, our work. Yes. And not you and I, no. their work. Yeah. And that's all they care about is making the widget, making the thing. Right. Whether it's another person, whether it's a robot, whether it's a smart robot, mm-hmm. and and then after that, oh, no, I don't care. Yeah. It's an artist mentality. It really is. Yeah. I created this song. Now the world has it. Yeah, it belongs to the world. It belongs to the world, mm-hmm. except the royalties. I'll take that. Yeah. I'll take yeah. the royalties. I'll take all the money. Yeah. You know, it's the same attitude. And then if the song's used in a, in a bad way, why well, didn't create it for that? Yeah. That was not my intent. Yeah. And that's where I'll at least respect in a musician where like somebody, you know, somebody that they dislike will be playing their music live at a, a thing. And they're like, look, I don't want you playing that there. Right. Yeah. But a scientist doesn't have that ownership of of a of a intellectual piece of property or anything right. like that. When a scientist works for a company, they say they write all that off at the door. Yeah. So like you go to work to GE, you ain't making your stuff. You're making GE, GE stuff. stuff. Yeah. You work for a chip plant. You're making stuff for the chip plant. Yeah. That's not your chip. No. That's not your stuff. No. You might get credit for a theory or right. a concept. Yeah. And you might get your name in the footnotes or something like that, or but even the in the title. The day, but guess whose letterhead it's on? Yeah. The chip plant's letterhead. That processor is. Uh, yeah. Intel. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's exactly. Not Bob's processor. And it's going into their their portfolio. Their that, coffers. Yeah. yeah. And and that's where. Yeah, people have a real disconnect with that. And I I was very thankful I had that that opportunity mm-hmm. to see that. And I also think 
that's where you see the kind of, and this helps being a little older, Mm -hmm. but I just remember just the technological advances since the 70s. So do you think they were using this particular area as like a a testing testing ground? Probably. Which doesn't seem very smart to me because Cluj-Napaca is right there. Yeah, but you know what? You could just blame it for a haunted forest. Yeah. You know, baked in the cake. Works, yeah, it works great. Mm-hmm. And that's where I'm not throwing everything I have on this idea. Mm-hmm. I really, I want to believe the the. You want to fox Mulder this? <laughs> yeah, no, I want to fox. I want to believe. I want to fox Mulder the living crap out of the idea of a portal. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be a cool yet scary idea. Well, that would explain why that thought to be extinct well no it wouldn't because mm-hmm. they are now finding a lot of things that they thought were extinct and you know they're be bopping out of the forest and they're like hey man what are you doing like and we thought you guys were dead yeah like 20 years ago well that's where uh what was it a netflix movie where they walked into the cave what was that called the cave was it called the cave <laughs> You know the one I'm talking about, though, where the one walks in and you walk out on the other side and it's just like weird. Oh, dark. Dark. Yeah. Where it was like, See, because this you is... walk in, it's 2007 yeah. and you walk out the other side and it's 1985. Yeah. And this gets back to the alien craft mm-hmm. where you got to wonder, too, have they created time travel? It's possible. Or... What I would like to think is if they have figured out time travel, they might have it in that sense where they're like, yeah, there's something weird over there. Mm-hmm. Things happen, but we have no idea how it works. Right. And we have no idea why it works. But and we have no idea with it. what it really does. Like yeah. you walk in there and anything can happen, man. Yeah. But we just know it's a weird spot. Yeah. I would imagine that's that's possible. But- like, the whole aliens thing, I definitely, like, if aliens exist, they don't want to hurt us. I know that much. I could say that fervently. Yeah. Because if they could have, they, they would have. Yeah. Yeah. I think they kind of, you know, like, when we go to a zoo and we're checking out all these animals from yeah. areas that we're, the zoo. we're probably never going to go. Yeah, I really do think we're the zoo. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every once in a while... They grab one of the rats from the maze. Yeah. They do a little poking and prodding, pull some data from said rat, and then put it back in the maze and, you know, call it a day. Mm -hmm. I think they have absolutely zero interest in us. I think the people that, the the beings that do show up, probably an accident. And then they're like, hey, as long as I'm here. As long as I'm here, let's pull Dave up and see what he's all about. Let's Let's suck some stuff out of this Let's see how he works. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So. (laughs) I know it's a rant, but I could rant. This is where I love the UFO alien stuff because I could rant on this forever. So I've been listening to the paranormal related yeah. podcasts and uh-huh. getting into a lot of these more, I, I don't want to say scientific or paranormal researchers, mm-hmm. but there's a, a theory that's, that's gaining some 
speed traction. traction. Yep. And it's essentially someone sat down and they are noting the comparisons between like hauntings, poltergeist activity, and what's reported in the abduction or alien sighting Mm -hmm. accounts. And they're noticing that there's this huge overlay and that things may not be necessarily how we thought they were. Yeah. Like maybe ghosts and aliens are the same thing. I, I wouldn't disagree with that. And then they take it a step further in that the aliens, when they appear to us in their natural form, it's so jarring and it kind of brings me back to like contact where when Jodie Foster went into space, they appeared as her father because they knew that would be familiar to her. Yeah, because they gave like an overlay. Right. And that essentially when we see these ghosts or mm-hmm. if we see these humanoid, it, it's less jarring to us if they present themselves in a way that's acceptable mm-hmm. to the humans. Yeah. And it's getting a lot of Oh, I'm sure that traction. is. Because you know why? You can touch and hold that. You, you really can. can. You don't have to you leap can. for that one. The other yeah. stuff you have to leap for. But see, the thing is with aliens... And like I said, the like the crafts with the UFOs, the UFO stuff, you can kind of see the evolution of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, that's where I think a, a, a large yeah. percentage of that is probably home home brewed. Mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty convinced of that. Mm-hmm. The actual alien encounters, I think the only way that could be done is through some sort of a portal because mm-hmm. of the time. Right. I mean, you just... You don't even have to be a real whiz at it, but I mean, yeah. light speed is what right. one hundred eighty-six thousand miles per second. I, I am think that's light way speed. out of physics. Yeah. I took that, but in the fact 11th is, is, grade, like light years away. That's a long, long way. It is, and like and, when they talk about star systems, and they're like, "Oh, there might be possible life out here," but right. the fact is, is it's like six hundred light years away, or six thousand light yeah. years away, or six million light years away. It's like that's we would never reach it's not it in even our a concept lifetime. yeah it's not even a concept like even the the man mission they're trying to do to mars that's years right yes it's a whole you know it's years long to like go there settle like basically they say because i know they're talking about going to mars yeah that's what all this stuff it's where i gotta laugh where well, people they're saying are it's a one-way trip yeah that's what they're saying yeah you know that's where i gotta laugh with everybody talking about branson and and uh, Bezos with the whole space thing and all that. It's like, yeah, you can bash them all you want, but they're creating a new industry. Yeah. It's literally what they're doing. Yeah. They're creating a space travel industry. Yes. You know, so while you're sitting home whacking your pud doing nothing every day, <laughs> and yet you hop on the keyboard and give these guys a yeah. bunch of flack, yeah. you know. Keyboard warrior. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, or no, just a useless piece of shit that if they do anything, hopefully they'll just raise a decent child. You know, that's it. But but the fact is, is given given these people, you know, grief, it's like they're literally starting a whole new industry. Yeah. And they've already talked, you know, this is money. It's like Elon Musk. I, I 
laughing. I'm not going to go on a huge must tirade because I could. Mm-hmm. But but the fact is, is he's doing all of this for the space thing. Yeah. He doesn't care about no, the, the better homes no, and the solar no, and the no, electric cars. Like no. He's not doing any of that. Like, if you really think Elon Musk is going to change automobiles, and some are going to be like, well, he already has. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But the fact is, is he is all about outer space. Yes. And the moment he becomes full-time with outer space, you're going to see Tesla cars disappear, mm-hmm. and it's not going to be hard because he ain't making money on them. Mm-hmm. And the whole solar thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had to laugh when we were walking down by the road, and there was that Tesla energy truck. Yeah. And it was a GMC gas van. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, Tesla okay. Tesla energy. Mm-hmm. You know, Gas-powered yeah, Man. and I'm not saying he's not a smart guy. He's a genius. Well, yeah. But, but Neuralink in space Our, is what he's yeah, all that's about. Yeah, what he's all about. At the end of the day, this other stuff just affords the electric, him the opportunity it to do the stuff that it he doesn't. wants. It doesn't. It's the PR. It could be. It's the PR yeah, it's for the him front. to create brain implants and space projects. That's all it is. And it's I love how people, oh, I love, not even Shell, it's just PR. It's for people to love them. Because think about it. If you took Tesla cars out and you took out Tesla energy out yeah. and just had, I'm building brain implants and I have a space project available, people yeah. would be like, what the fuck, dude? That has no application for me. Yeah. Screw you. Yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's where he's getting the PR stuff because mm-hmm. he's not making any money off the cars. He's losing money. Or just breaking even. Yeah. But the fact is, is that whole back to the, sorry, longer tirade than planned, common thing here at Oh the Horror. But, but the fact is, is like, if you're going to Mars, that's a one-way trip. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're not really designing you to come back. It's yeah. just not worth it. It's not feasible. No. They want you there the whole time working. So are we going to like have to come up with ways to bury our dead on mars so we're literally just going to have corpses in uh, space corpses on well there's the Earth. already there's already a lot of shit in the sky anyways out in space but or are they just going to launch them out there but and that's be like, where Bye. but that's where i think if aliens are coming here which i think they are yeah i think it'd be dismissive to to not yeah think about that yeah. i think like i said we're we're in a time now where I really, truly believe anything is possible. Do you want to know what the other theory is on the aliens? What's that? Is that it's us. It's us coming back. Future us coming back. Future us coming back. Well, I was going to bring that up. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I told you I had a lot today. Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we had to do multiple alien ones because this, well, I'm a sci-fi fan. This is my wheelhouse. It's been my whole life. Yeah. Now, and you know, specifically, I'm way into time travel. Yes. Like time, like time travel movies. I love them because like you, ha- there's a recipe. There's rules for <clears> it. Stargate. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the fact is, is I, I think, like I said, if aliens wanted to hurt us, I, I'm convinced they don't want to because we would have been gone already. Mm-hmm. If it is on purpose to come here, then they're really just checking us out. Yeah. And they know that we're a hundred percent harmless. Cause I mean, think about it. If they can get here. I yeah. think they could do whatever the hell they yeah. want. It's it's that simple. Yes. At the end of the day. You are not a threat to us. No, yeah, yeah. Now, I've always loved the theory that you talked about, like the contact theory. Yeah. Where they 
provide this overlay yes. piece of it. Yep. I really love the idea of us coming back. Yes. With the whole kind of time travel thing mm -hmm. where we haven't figured out time travel now. Yep. But future us figured out time travel. Yeah. Or like, and they're going back. You got to do all of this stuff. But again, that's where the whole butterfly effect thing where, mm -hmm. you know, you like tip over an elephant in Africa yeah. and it yes. creates a tidal wave in Hawaii, yeah. you know, type thing. I'm a firm believer in that. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I think time is something that you shouldn't mess with. Right. I think if something happened, it happened. And I, I think the harder, because just look at how daily life is. The harder you work to fix your past, mm -hmm. the more you're just going to screw your life up. Yeah. I mean, you have to just kind of say, hey, that happened. Past is the past. Past is the past. Learn from it. And I'm working forward. on me today. Yep. And, and I'm moving forward. And mm -hmm. I'm not even looking far forward because I have 24 hours today. Mm-hmm. Say I sleep six or eight of them. I got that remainder left. That's mm -hmm. my that's my block of cheese today. Right. And I get a whole new block of cheese tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And I work on each block of cheese every day. Yeah. And that is the best way to go about it. Mm -hmm. I think all the gurus of time management and everything preach that. Mm -hmm. I lowered it, lowered it down to a block of cheese. But the fact is, is you know. <laughs> Whatever, man. Yeah. But, but no, that just... And I think time travels the same way with that. I look at like you and I yeah. meeting. Yeah. You know, I might have wanted to improve something like a long, long time ago, but if it if it derailed all of this, yeah, I don't want to give that up. Yes. I'd rather just say that happened. Mm -hmm. I'm going to deal with it in my own mind, my space. Right. And and write a sad poem in your journal and move yeah, on. and just bring some grace into my mm -hmm. life and 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 move on. And I think that's where time travel could create a lot of disturbances. Yes. And make things really crazy. Some upsets. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It just seems like a messy, a messy thing altogether. Yeah. So that's where I so, don't, I don't know if that would be a thing. Now ghosts, I have a hard time linking ghosts and aliens together. I really, really do. Mm -hmm. I get the overlay, but here's the thing. Why would you create an overlay that's like a spirit of my mother yeah. or, or father or, you know, past, like, take my grandfather. It'd be much more better if that dude just walked right into the room and be like, hey, Frank, how you doing? I'd be like, what are you doing here? Yeah. And if he talked to me and just said, look, you know. But if your mission is to just be a casual observer, you can observe without actually impacting or enacting any sort of major change aside from the person being like, well, shit, now we're haunted. You know, now we've got to have our house blessed so that, you know, the spirit doesn't. And, and then there are the times where they're like, well, you know, the spirit's benign, so we're just going to live with it. Yeah. Now you think these, like, destructive ghosts... Like the poltergeist and the ones like people claim as demons. Do you think that would be a I think extraterrestrial that's meddling and, and yeah. being a problem? Yeah. Because there is a solid theory for mm -hmm. that too. Yeah. I say solid theory, but solid belief. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They're not following the rules. Mm -hmm. They're trying to stir things up. Well, it's like I always loved the, the movie The Matrix for that. Yes. Like where they were talking about ghosts and stuff, and that was people hawk, 
hacking the simulation, yeah. so to speak. Yep. Do you of believe? Of course, there's also the theory that this is all a yeah. simulation. Do you believe this is a, a simulation? Here's the thing: we're never gonna know. We're never gonna know till know. the very end. You won't know until Neo comes around and just fucking changes everything. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I don't think there's going to be an, a Neo. I don't think I there's... don't. I don't buy the simulation thing. I want to. It's well, neat. It's clean. There are some significant. Oh no, uh, there's there's some really big ideas around scientists it. Scientists that are like, yeah. Oh, it's possible. Mm-hmm. I think the amount of energy required to do that, because mm-hmm. even when you play like a video game and you have like a simulated video game, yeah, Sims or mm-hmm. any kind of like theme park or you know like any of those type of things, mm-hmm. that's basic with the po- processing power we have. So, but I mean, like I look at like my my PC setup; it's a big setup. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of power mm-hmm. to create something as, and it's hard for me to say this, simple. Phenomenal cosmic power. <laughs> no, but to. Beady living space. <laughs> but to, it's a pretty simple setup and it's a pretty simple Unless set of instructions. we're the genie in the lamp. You know, no, but I'm just saying the amount of actual power to create that for just a small subset of people, let alone the whole world. Mm-hmm. And you have people that sit there and say, well, no, the whole world's going through their own separate deal. And like, we've got but, all of time and space. But I just, yeah, but I don't know. I, I think that's a small idea simulation. I really do. Yeah. I think it's a small idea. I really do. Cause if you could meet someone around the world, you have that connection and you could speak either on the phone or fly and see each other. Mm-hmm. And for that to be a simulation, like I said, it's just, that's a ton of resources. It's a ton of resources to do it. Look at how much resources it takes to create what we create. It's a ton of resources Mm -hmm. just to exist, to stay alive, Mm -hmm. not do anything else other than that than to create. I don't know. It's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty crazy topic. And the crazy, and the worst part of it is there's no answers. No. Nope. And you got to look at each idea for what it is. Cause I mean, fuck the flat earthers. I just can't get over that for crying out freaking loud. Just can't get over Seriously. it. Seriously. Can't get over it. I can't you know, get over that. It's 20 the advancements that we have made. Like we fought for years to get out of the dark ages only for a huge portion of the population to be like, Nope, let's huge. go right back in. I don't think it's huge, it's huge, the but flat earth. I never thought it would be 2021. Like growing up as a kid, I never thought in 2021 that there would be a a sizable amount of people that are convinced the earth is flat. Yeah. And passionately convinced about yeah. it. Yeah. And the crazy part is, and that's where I saw something on like Facebook or a meme or something like that where they're they were saying like all the money for the space program for Branson and Bezos to go out into space. They should have brought all the flat earthers and put them on board and fly around the earth. Yeah. To let them know. Seriously. But here's the thing. I think you're at a level that's so far out that I just don't think it's recoverable. No. I think there's people that are just stuck in their ideas. Yep. And they're never going to leave them. No. No matter how much evidence is presented to show them that, their belief is yeah no it doesn't poke them and that's no. that's politics that's religion that's mm-hmm. anything you have somebody that believes so extremely on something so 
devoutly and but hard. here's the thing. There's enough information and there's enough education that that never should have gotten a foothold. Oh, this is where... So, I'm saying teachers. Yeah, this is where... What the fuck? This is where I put crosshairs on schools. It's like, yeah. are you kidding me? You spent all of that time and effort with Common Core to come up with this whole new I'm not way even gonna to, blast Common to teach Core. and it's or just... reach people, but you haven't reached a whole section of the population that is now believing... That the earth is flat. That the earth is flat. Yeah. They went through 12 years of school. Yep. And you couldn't even teach them that the wor- that the earth was round What's worse effectively. is they went through school and then they went through college. Yeah. And they're still. No, nah, I know. Man, I know. Flat. No, it's just. What the actual fuck? What the hell is going what on with is schools? What is happening? What is going on? That's where I say anything is possible. Yeah. You have to open your eyes to the idea that anything is possible now. Anything. Mm-hmm. Just think of it. It's mm-hmm. possible. There's yeah. no rules literally right now. And, it's a and simulation. Ghosts are aliens. Aliens yeah. are ghosts. And I'm not denying the simulation yeah. idea. I think it's possible. But it We're cre- lizards. But it's a lot of resources to create something yeah. like that. It's a lot of energy. Yeah. Unless there's a, again, if there's another set of beings that can travel here through another dimension then maybe they do have a source of power. You know, if it is future us coming back, like seriously, yeah. you know, make an announcement. Be like, um, just so you know. Oh, nobody would believe them anyways. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I UFOs and alien stuff, it, it's just you know, such a it's, big, it's a big interesting topic because there's so many tributaries and sideways and, you know, just different angles of, of perspective on it. Yes. And, and each one of them are credible to a certain degree. And the reason they're credible is because they have no facts around it. Yeah. None. Yeah. You know, can't prove or disprove. No, you can't, you can't at all. So anything, but I love that because it gives the freedom of any idea is possible. Mm -hmm. I think anything that's in that alien foreign visitor sphere has that innocent freedom mm-hmm. till it doesn't anymore. Right. And I've always said it. I think someday if there are visitors from another place mm-hmm. and they make themselves known, everything changes. Yes. Everything changes, period. Yep. yep. It's a whole different ball game at that point because mm-hmm. now the whole entire world just expanded by who the fuck knows what. Yeah. yeah. And I say that with space travel, like space travel is going to change things. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a kid. There's a kid growing up right now. Who's young that watched those guys go into space Yep. and they're going to grow up and they're going to see a man mission to Mars. Yep. And that person's kid will grow up with the real possibility of living on Mars. Yes. Whether it's being a miner, yeah, you yeah. know, doing hard physical labor yeah. every single day, or it's working in a lab mm-hmm. of some kind, but there's a real possibility that two generations from now, yeah, that second generation is going to have a real life possibility of enrolling in, dare I say, like a space force, mm-hmm. a, a space force that will go out to Mars where they'll work, like I said, either as a miner 
or right. feeding someone, you yep. know, working at a, a food station to yeah. keep everybody fed. You really want to see how it works. Read Kim, Kim Stanley Robinson's uh, Mars series. Yes. It's three books. There's uh, Red Mars, Blue Mars, and Green Mars. Mm -hmm. And it is literally the handbook of terraforming Mars mm -hmm. and, and going through that process. Yeah. It's a brilliant book. Mm -hmm. And the crazy part is, is it was written a long time ago, but everybody in that space literally says it's the handbook to terraform. To terraform yeah. and do something like that. And it starts off with them practicing in the desert in the United States mm -hmm. or in, in the world somewhere. They're practicing in the desert. And then they have this old group, the original group, you know. The OGs. That, yeah, the, the, the first generations that go out there. Mm -hmm. and, and the end of the book gets to where the end of the book and the end of the series gets to where that first generation's dying off mm -hmm. and their whole idea of Mars has transformed into something completely different. Right. Cause they were all about finding, discovering, yeah. establishing, holding, keeping. And then you have this other generation that was born into it. They don't know any better. They don't right. know anything else. And they're creating this whole new, and it's groups of people. It, Groups of people get into clicks yep. and you have these clicks. It's a great, great book series. And I'm not going to say it's an easy read. They're big books. They're wordy. And it's a lot of scientific jargon and stuff yeah. like that. It, they're not the easiest reads, but, but it's an incredible book. And I, like I said, I, you read something like that now and it's like, that's, that's a reality. Mm -hmm. That's possible. So I look tying all this back to the Hoyobachu forest Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Mm -hmm. And you look at these stories where people disappear and come back. Yeah. Or people or just, just disappear, disappear. And they mm -hmm. can't be found. And these spots have been relevant in certain areas. But this is by far the most famous one and the one that has the most draw. Right. They say this is like the number one oddest place in the world. Yeah. And they have no idea so how it works. where are we going? I want to go. Yeah. But you don't camp. Your lack of camping presents a, a big problem on some of these trips here. I can't go to the gates of hell because you won't go out there and camp. I can't go to this. Why you won't do go I out have to camp? camp? Oh, actually, the just, city's right next why door. Why can't we just do a day trip? So you could stay in this. I want to stay overnight there. Well, then you you do that. You do you. I do you. I do I'll me. I'll do me. Okay. <laughs> I like it. Deal. I'll go out for the day. Fist bump. They'll be like, yeah. okay. I got you. This is all you. I got you. All right. So, but the gates of hell you can't do because there's nothing near there. We can go out for a day. Well, you can do the day and I'll camp out near Yeah. There. I mean, honestly, it's just a fiery crater. Yeah. BFD. Well, I'm going to go out there down. and go, I yeah, went, it's a hole. I it's camped on at, fire. I camped at the gates of hell and that's all I got was this, this t-shirt. Well, Again, that's that's all you. I'll go back to. And I'm going to do the same thing for the Hoyabachu Forest. I went out to the, I camped at Hoyabachu Forest. That's all I got was this t-shirt. No abduction. Until something happens, I'm going to create that's a gonna shirt. That's going to be your for every single abduction. You think there? That That's it. You think that's, that's the place? That's where it's all going to happen. Bigfoot's going to carry you out of Hoyabachu Forest. And I'm just going to be standing there laughing my ass off and be like, huh? Just take How a, was it? Just take a picture. How was it? Just take a picture of it. 
Well, on that note, I have to say, um, next week we are sticking with the alien. We are. It's a good topics. thing we had this little uh, primer intro to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Aliens. Well, and that's a, I, I apologize if I went too far because this is a topic that I could talk about all day. Well, that's long. good. Save it for next week. Yeah. Where we talk about the Pascagoula abduction. Yes. Which at this point is probably one of the most credible abductions. One of. One of. Yes. I mean, if you were to narrow it down to five. Which yes. I think you could legitimately do. I think you can, yes. I think there's there's about five that are, like, you really got to sit there and say, there's just too many, there's too much corroboration. Yes. There's too many people that saw the same thing. Yes. And there's, and like, there's a witness to the actual, like, it didn't yeah. happen to one person. Yes. It happened to, in this case, it was two people. Yes. But- that like that movie Fire in the Sky we we're talking about. Travis Walton abduction. Yeah, that's pretty incredible. Three dudes. Three witnessed dudes him witness him just fucking disappear. disappearing. Yeah, just flat out disappear. Yeah. Oh, that's definitely gonna be. Oh on no, the list. that's a, that's a that's on the list and it's a topic. We'll probably do that after the Halloween stuff. Oh. Um, Unless you want to squeeze it in in this, uh, no, September. No, 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 no. He's gonna be a, a while out. We yeah. got we got some. Well, no, we got a lot we of got stuff. Some stuff to do. No, we got a lot of stuff. We but, sure do. But those are I just bring up. We're doing Pascagoula next week, but correct. But that that other one, those are two really good examples of just eyewitnesses that yes are involved in this. Now with the Pascagoula, both of them shared the same story. Yes. Uh, same experience. Different, different from the fire in the sky incident where right. it only happened to one person yeah, directly. Only Travis was taken. Yeah. Yeah. And these are stories that I just can't get enough about talking about. Cause, oh. cause there's just so much there. There's, yes. there's so much there to, like well, I said, the, buckle up. Cause you know, I've got that's a, why I like the Mothman series. Yes. Like Mothman talking about Mothman. Good. Cause you have a whole town that corroborates yes. all these stories. Mm-hmm. And and these are these are ones where you really gotta like I think it goes more from entertainment to just like a straight up documentary of a historical event mm-hmm. of something that did take place, mm-hmm. and whether you want to admit it or not, it fucking happened. Yeah, and it's up to you to figure out how to process that. Yes, and and how to examine it mm-hmm. because it's it's a real thing. And I the Pascagoula stuff, like because a lot of these episodes, this is basically where I'm getting at. Pretty much all these episodes, you'll see me strongly sit there and say, well, it could be this. Yes. It could be that. Because yes. there's no evidence. There's mm-hmm. no corroborative evidence. Mm-hmm. There's only a one-person account. Or it's a story that's been handed down mm-hmm. 200, 300 years. And you're just, you're at the mercy of what the story was as it was told to you. Mm-hmm. You're just so far removed from the incident, you're just never going to know. Yeah. And this is great fodder for us to talk about because right. we can ramble on about it and talk about all the different Well, why don't we save angles. it for next week? No, and that's what I'm saying. But these ones are nice because these are things where we could say, yeah, you know what? This really happened. Mm-hmm. There's just a, a strong amount of evidence of that. 
So I'm excited for those type of topics. Well, good. So because we got them. Yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much for staying and listening to us. Yeah. For those of you that uh, listening to the end, those of you who haven't uh, yeah dropped out. Yeah. If you did, hope we get you next week. Yeah. (laughs) Just put it on. Put it on two times speed. We sound good at two times speed. (laughs) You get half. uh, You get a half hour instead of an hour. And uh, no, thank you so much for for staying. And we're excited to get into the September and October stuff. Buckle up, guys. We're very happy. We got a lot of topics that we're very, very passionate about. And uh, we hope you have a wonderful day, a fantastic week. One, no Ouija boards. Two, no no dolls. Or no dolls. Three, no capes. No capes. Four, no blood rituals. No. Five, no cults satanic or otherwise yeah and six no apathy yeah you need to act to help change in the world you have to enact that change that you want to see yeah it's just gonna stay same old same old unless you act to change it a new you is an acting you yes yeah yeah you gotta be the new you you sure do and you have to not mess up your chance when you meet Jensen Ackles. Note to self. Yeah, you can't do that. Can't drop that ball. It's a lot of pressure. I'm totally on it. It's a heavy ball. It's a good thing I don't have to worry about it. I don't think you have to worry about it. Like ever. My chances of bumping into that guy are into the Powerball numbers. Yeah. Watch, I bump into him three days from now. That'd be hysterical. <laughs> it would. Yeah. It would. You know what I'd do? I'd be like, Jensen Ackles, nice to meet you. Shake his hand. See you later. Yeah. No. I would faint. I would work my ass off to make an arrangement just to watch you fall apart. Lose my shit? Yeah. 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 Gonna have it on film. Yeah. Film. Yeah. I better buy a film camera. You better. Yeah. Yep. You better hope there's a... Fucking dating myself. There's a place that can uh, develop it for you, too. Well, I know how to do that. Well, I mean, I do, too. Yeah. Have a wonderful week, folks. Yep. And as always, make good choices. Take care, folks.